and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Five key decisions that you need to make and continue to review and make in your coaching business. Today, we're going to be looking at five key elements that you need to be conscious of as you create and scale and grow your coaching practice. And they're decision points that I kind of like to review every 90 days in line with my 90-day planning cycle because they are key elements of your coaching practice that you do need to be focusing on, that you need to be testing, that you need to be aware of measuring through the metrics in your business in order to stay on track, in order to keep attracting clients into your practice and helping those clients to get the results that they desire. Now, last episode, we talked about how to gain credibility as a coach. And this time we're moving on from that to really start to look at those decisions that you need to make in relation to your coaching practice and to the coaching vision that you established for yourself in episode two of this show. Now, the very first thing that you want to be looking at in terms of these five key areas, of course, is who to serve. And this is known as your niche. Now, niching is something that requires a whole episode of its own. And the good news is that is coming. But I really want you at this early stage just to start thinking about who is it that you serve? Now, niching is something that I think a fair number of coaches have a bit of resistance around because the feeling is, you know, I want to help everyone. You know, I have got so much to share. I've got so many skills, so much knowledge. I just really want to help everyone. And the reality is, of course, that in trying to help everyone, what happens is that you end up helping no one because no one identifies you as the coach with the expertise that's specific enough to their area that they need help in for them to be able to hire you. It's akin to going to a GP when you have, for example, dislocated your knee. If you need knee surgery, if you need your cruciate ligament repaired, then the GP, the general practitioner, is not the person that you're going to do to have that happen. Of course, you're going to go and you're going to enlist the help, the services of an orthopedic surgeon. And I really want you to think about that as being the key distinction of how you want to be positioning yourself in the marketplace when you define and decide on the niche for your coaching practice. So, yes, it is nice to be able to help and serve everyone So, and to be that GP and to feel that we have capability to do that. And sure, maybe you do. But what people actually go to for the level of expertise and specialist help and advice that you can provide is they go to that orthopedic surgeon because they've got a very specific issue that they know that that person has the expertise to be able to address. So when you're defining your niche, essentially what you're doing is you're putting your stall out and you're saying, here is the, here is the name on the door. 
here I'm going to do what it says on the tin of my business. I'm going to be very clear with myself, with my clients, with the marketplace about who it is I serve and how I help them to achieve their goals, to solve their problems, to create that life or that business that they actually desire. And I know for many people, choosing a niche can be counterintuitive because effectively what you're doing is you're going smaller in order to grow bigger. The more that you niche down and get specific about who it is you serve as a coach, who you help as a coach, the more your name will become synonymous within your, within your field as being the go-to expert in that particular niche for those people and it is really important that you spend some time going over and really refining and working out what your niche is and it is an iterative process you know at the Mindset Coach Academy we spend some time very early on in the program in looking at niching and we continue to refine those niches right throughout our time together and it is a really interesting process because you know, niching is really about identifying the specific characteristics, the specific demographics, the subset of a subset of a subset of elements that make up those common elements that make up the population that you serve. And so, for example, if people come to me and they say, I serve women who are overwhelmed, that is incredibly broad. You know, at the moment, I think with everything going on in the world, if you asked women, are you overwhelmed? Everyone would put up their hands. And there's a real difference between a woman who's overwhelmed and a mother with three children under the age of three who's very overwhelmed. Or indeed, a bride who's really overwhelmed, having to plan her wedding and having perhaps an interfering mother-in-law. It is the same emotional state, the same feeling that they're in, overwhelm, but the characteristics that distinguish those people are very, very different. And that's an example for state-based coaching. So state-based coaching, we mean emotion. So if you're, for example, focusing on something like um, helping people to be happier, to um, get out of overwhelm, to set boundaries, they are state-based to coaching areas but it also applies in things like business so even something seemingly specific like I help nutritionists get more leads in their business is still very general because we also want our clients to know how we specifically help them to actually do that so I help nutritionists get more leads in their business through Facebook ads or I help nutritionists get more leads in their business by helping them to show up authentically online. I help nutritionists get leads in their business by helping them decide, design programs and packages that meet their clients' specific needs. Can you see the difference in those examples? What we really want to do is to get to a level of specificity and granularity so that our clients, our potential clients, know exactly who it is that we work with. And taking some time over your niche statement, and even nutritionists could be further refined, right? So I help nutritionists specialising in the field of gut health or nutritionists specialising in um, 
in prenatal nutrition or perimenopausal nutrition. So every element can literally be honed down. Now, obviously, there may come a point where you niche right, right down to so small and infinitesimally small um, that you're going to have very few clients, but that rarely ever happens. And again, what I want you to do is to stay tuned for the episode that we're going to do on niching where you'll have a full worksheet and we're going to go through it hand in hand together just to really hone and define your niche and make sure that it really lights you up from within so that when you're actually able to say that little elevator pitch to tell people who you work with you're able to articulate it easily and effortlessly and it is clear for everyone. Now the next thing that I decision that you need to make is what are you going to serve so by that I mean what is the outcome that you help people to achieve so this again is about being very very specific about what is the difference what's the transformation that you're helping your clients to make where are you taking them from the present state and where are you taking them to in terms of their desired state and being able to articulate this, being able to articulate a very specific outcome is absolutely key because that's what people are buying. People aren't buying 12 coaching sessions or an immersive experience or a retreat. People are actually buying the outcome and the clearer you can make that outcome that you're going to help people to achieve the more effective, again, you're going to be in attracting those ideal clients for you. So you have a niche and you have a very specific outcome that you help people to get to. Now, whether that is an outcome in terms of something that's numeric or a quantitative um, value, such as I help XYZ insert the niche, get to 10K months, right? How do they know when they're there? They're generating 10k a month. Or whether it is um, about finding a partner, okay, finding a permanent partner, or whether it's a goal around fitness or health of some description. You need to really articulate that very clearly. And whether that is a quantitative or a qualitative measure, you need to actually be able to define that very clearly for your clients and potential clients so they know specifically what it is that you help them to do. And a lot of coaches these days, they do not go far enough with this description. And again, this is something that we work with during the Mindset Coach Certification Program. And it is one of the key ingredients of communicating with clients and uh, potential clients through your marketing. And so again, I will be providing something for you in the resources area of the mindsetcoachacademy.com slash resources. Uh, that's where it is on the website. Because, you know, actually filling in the blanks is so powerful and it's great thought work for you to do. And as I said earlier, don't just do it once. You know, keep, it's an iterative process as you're constantly reviewing your business, what's working, what's not working. This is a part of that process. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you, so thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Now the next thing that you need to 
think about decision number three is how you're going to serve. How are you going to deliver your niche the outcome? Because there's so many different options and we're going to be looking again at packaging your services in another episode. But for now, what I want you to think about is how are you actually going to help your clients get to the outcome? And please don't say to me it's a 12-week coaching package because 12-week coaching package, 12 months um, coaching package, a one-day VIP, that is not a package. That's a container of time. And I want you to get really clear about the distinction because 12 weeks is a container of time. It's the packages, what happens inside that, how you're using the specific framework that you know will consistently and reliably help your clients get from where they are to where they want to be, that will consistently and reliably help them to achieve the outcome that you have defined with them and um, to ensure that they actually get there. Time and again, I'm dismayed to hear stories of people who've signed up with coaches and not gotten results. The reason is they keep talking and talking about the problem. They don't actually take any action. And worse still, the coach is ill-prepared. They don't know how to move their client at the conscious level and the unconscious level from where they are to where they want to be to, so that they can achieve that outcome. They don't know what to do in terms of helping the client with you know, creating that vision, with understanding their past, with understanding their habits, their beliefs, their values, their behaviours and how they interrelate and how they can be changed to help the client to achieve their goal. And so having that framework and defining that package is so important for you. And it's not just going to be an arbitrary thing that you're going to pull out of the air because everyone else is offering a container of time of three months. No, you really need to sit down and look at the outcome and then think to yourself, what are all the steps that I need to guide my client through and what actions will my client need to take to achieve that? And how can I know that that is going to happen reliably and consistently? And actually, is it better off in a, in a one-day immersion or a three-day immersion experience? Or is this material better as a group program or as a membership? Or is it better as a year-long program where there perhaps is an element at the start of a real deep dive immersion and lots and lots of work at the start and then continuing on with accountability throughout? Because, for example, if we take weight loss as an example, um, you know, you can do an immersion experience if you're a coach in this field to really help your clients to identify, you know, the habits, the limiting beliefs, to remove negative emotions and limiting decisions through something like timeline therapy, for example. You can really hone in on what's been happening for them. You can hone in on the patterns that exist, the decisions that they're making, how they feel about themselves, absolutely, during an immersion experience and you can clear all of that for them. And you can maybe start some kind of hypnotherapy work in that phase as well. But the reality is that there is no magic pill, no silver bullet for weight loss. We all know the formula is eat less, exercise more, eat more of the right things and, you know, move your body more. And so in order for them to achieve the goal, particularly if they've got a lot of weight to lose, it is necessarily going to take them that longer period of time. So what you want to be able to do when you're thinking about the way you package your services is how much time will it take to 
create that outcome for my client to achieve the goal or goals that they desire. And you work within that. So this does require some thought work. And it's not even just about what time's available in your own diary, right? It has to be consistent with the time frame, has to be consistent with you're helping that client achieve that outcome. Now, the next thing is when to serve. And again, this is about time. You really want to start to think about making decisions around when are you going to be working in your business and with those packages and those containers of time, how do they work for you? You know, do you want to be someone who's offering, for example, a group program three times a year, four times a year? How does it interact with the other things that you're offering in your business? Are you someone perhaps who prefers to work in a way where you have one immersive client every fortnight? Or perhaps you do have a series of six places available every three months and then you have a month off or in that month you do something else with clients, perhaps a couple of VIP days or immersions. I really also want you to think about in the context of the work you do, the outcome you provide, when are the times that people are most likely to recognise, to know that they need your help? You know, there are very seasonal things and I guess, you know, get that bikini body is one of the ads that we see all the time or at New Year. There's a whole lot about creating a new you, for example. When seasonally does it make sense for you to be running certain things in your business? And I want you to make those decisions based not just on when it makes sense for your clients and the outcome you're wanting to help your clients achieve, but also in the context that we looked at way back I think it was in episode two around your own vision you know when are you a parent do you want to be having school holidays off do you maybe only want to work six months of the year are you someone who wants to work evenings you know you need to think about all these things when you're putting together and crafting your services your niche your package and all of those things so these are foundational thoughts that I want you to start having and decisions that you need to be making in your coaching practice as I said we are going to expand on them in future episodes but it's really important to get your head around these things as foundational elements and the final thing I want to leave you with in terms of the fifth decision is what is your positioning in the marketplace where are you as a business going to position yourself in the marketplace and I'm not talking about niche here what I'm talking about here is is your positioning going to be what end of the market are you going to be are you going to be at the easily accessible financially affordable end of the marketplace or are you going to be at the luxury end of the marketplace the reality is of course that people will pay 50 pounds, $50, and people will pay 50,000 pounds and $50,000 for things and everything in between. And what I want you to think about is where do you sit? Where does the outcome, where does the niche sit in the marketplace for you? And, you know, is it higher volume, higher volume or less volume sales that you want to have in terms of your coaching practice? What's the mix? What's the financial dynamic and the mix between all of those different products and services that you offer? Again, we're going to dive more deeply into this in subsequent episodes where we look at how you actually mix up the products and services at different price points that you're offering in your business. But I do really want you to think about, your, think about it. Where are you? 
in the marketplace? Where do you want to position yourself? And what's the rationale for that too? You know, do you want to be more on the budget airline end of the market or do you want to be on the hiring a private jet um, flying first class end of the market? Whereabouts do you want to sit? And there is absolutely no right or wrong for this. It is simply about thinking about what is your niche? Who are you serving? What's the outcome? What's the container of time? And how are you actually going to serve your clients in a way that is going to credibly, reliably help them to get results and that aligns with your own identity as a coach, your own values and beliefs, and that really is something that will bring in abundance and financial security into your own business because after all we are coaches we are in business we love helping people coaching is a calling and we do still need to generate revenue in our coaching practices so those five decisions I'm going to leave you with those today I will just repeat them back for you again and as I said we'll be doing more work on each of them the first one is who are you going to serve that's your niche the next one is, what are you going to serve? What is the outcome? The third one is, how are you going to serve it? What container are you going to put that in? How are you going to package that outcome? The fourth one is, when are you going to serve it? In what time frame does it need to be served? And also, what time of year? Is it seasonal or not? And the fifth one is, what is your positioning in the marketplace? Where do you fit on either end of that spectrum? It's a sliding scale. You could be somewhere in the middle. So whether you're a new coach or an aspiring coach or whether you've already got an established coaching practice, I want you to sit down, answer these questions. And it's something that we will be doing every 90 days as part of the 90-day planning process because it's so important that we do make some strategic business decisions in our coaching practices so that we can thrive and our clients can thrive too. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. That wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review if you've loved it, share it with your friends, and I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything. Mindset is everything.